Hi, this is Tara Reed, and you're listening to Unmentionable Podcast. Come on. Welcome to Mentionable Podcast. I'm Jordan Power. This is my producer, Shivam. This week on the show, we have part two with Hollywood actress Tara Reid on the program where I ask her her greatest regret in life and so much more. Yeah, happiness, reasons of happiness stuff. So much Good more. episode coming up. Yeah, so that's coming up on the program. And uh, I received the following email to my business email the other day. I am very, very confused. Hi, Jordan. Our client would like to speak with sales and marketing professionals who are knowledgeable about the European processed chicken market. (laughs) Very niche. In brackets, breaded processed chicken products. They aim to better understand the market in terms of its size, segments, competitive environment, and import trends specifically from Thailand. Even more niche. You will be paid $250 for a 60-minute webcam interview via bank transfer, PayPal, Amazon gift card, or Venmo. When they have to list all the ways, those are all the ways they're going to scam you when they list them out (laughs) like that. I found you on LinkedIn where my profile is not active, and I think your profile is a good fit for this project. I I guess that because I saw absolutely no evidence that you knew anything about chicken. Like, you know, they do these salesy emails and it's like, could you just maybe even try a little harder to scam me? Yeah. Like, I don't have an active LinkedIn profile and there's nothing on there that would indicate I know anything about the uh, European processed chicken market. (laughs) If interested in participating, kindly consider answering the question question below. It's supposed to say questions. Number one, please provide a brief summary of your relevant experience with the processing of value added poultry market. Product examples include burger patties, strips, roasted chicken, sticks, fingers, fries, spring rolls. Honest, <laughs> go to the left. So I have to give my experience uh, with the poultry market. Number two, on a scale of one to five, one being the lowest and five being the highest, rate yourself on your knowledge and comfortability in sharing your insights on each of the following discussion topics in English, French, blah, blah, blah. Okay, ready? This is the topics I'm supposed to know about. The value-added chicken market. What products are the most popular? Trends, drivers. Am I doing you a business project for you? What the fuck is this shit? I don't understand. B, three out of five of the top players in the European market. I'm supposed to, okay, I could just Google that. Yeah. C, distribution channels. D, the trading inside and outside Europe of finished, ready-to-eat, and ready-to-cook products to be sold to customers, and Thailand's rise as a supplier of such products. And then at the bottom, it says, this is a research study and not a sales solicitation. Please note, we are only interested in your point of view and not seeking confidential information. Look forward to hearing from you soon. So then Sean Bennett, a senior recruiter with uh, whatever fake, Cayman Islands company this is a expert capital group please click his LinkedIn <laughs> so oh I click his LinkedIn God. I said is this, you know I just want to see okay uh first of all school shooter vibes immediately <laughs> immediately I mean, I mean like I wouldn't deny it manifestos 
He's got the directions to a, the closest school carved in the side of his arm with a knife. You know, and then I go down to his experience. And I said, well, wouldn't he be pr- proud to work at this place where he's getting chicken information from random people and paying them? And it just says his current job is confidential. What the fuck? He's worked there for four years, but his current job is confidential. Should I write back as if it's serious? Yeah. Okay, why don't we do that next week on the program? Yeah. I'm just going to get really, really in depth. Like, we, we should write back, like, first of all, Sean, you haven't hit my hourly rate in general, so this is actually a loss for me, but I'm so passionate about the poultry market, specifically trends specifically from Thailand, that I would like to, that I would like to respond. A brief summary of your relevant experience with the poultry market. I have shoved several drumsticks up my ass. I don't mean the ones you use to play music with. I mean the ones that are often deep fried. It's like, I I should do this because it's like play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You know? Three of the five top players in the European market. The Colonel, KFC. We should just name famous chickens. The one in the Roadrunner. Is that guy a chicken? No. That's the that's something just else. R- we'll write back the top players and we'll just put three to five like cartoon <laughs> chickens. Okay, I'm not gonna ruin it for the next guy from week. the guy from from Disney, the fat chicken guy. Who is that again? The fat chicken. I forgot his name, but it's like the big chicken. There's guy. a lot of cartoon chickens we could yeah. include. Yeah. What about Tweety? Does she count? No, because she's a little chicken, a chick. On Sunday night, I went to a man getting beaten at a show. It was what? a kink show. What? Yes. What's a, what happens? My friends were like, want to go to this play? And I said, you know, something to do. Okay. And we looked it up and it was some sort of kink play where uh, they said part of the show was they're going to talk about their kinks. It was it was gay guys. And then after they were going to, there was going to be a live kink performance and they wanted to see if the audience would be comfortable with witnessing kink in real time. Saying like, if you're so cool with kinks, which can extend from everything to like beating people, puppy play, like. There was one part where they fed him an Oreo because some people are into spoilers gainer feeder relationships. Anyways, so my friends uh, took me out to this like Leslieville thing and like it was it was okay, but it was like so crazy left woke. Is it like basement shady like place kind of like kind of like they had a table with like there was an honor system and you were supposed to like give like loonies or whatever toonies and then you would. You could oh, take money, something Canadian money. Yeah, but you yeah. could take something like a like a cheese string, or like mm. a cookie. Yeah, you know. So like, it's not like a it's not like a nice theater. It was just like a small theater. And then at one point, they got the one guy out and just started beating him. The fuck. Yeah. And the, and the whole time they're throwing in lines about like you know leftist lines about like colonial culture. We must. This isn't our land. We must apologize for the. You know they're like they're like doing like a land acknowledgement while the one guy's like getting spanked. And I was like. <laughs> Yeah, it was it That's was real it much. was really intense. And I was like, I, I said to Paul, I was like, I gotta go home and like watch ten minutes of Carrie Lake clips just to pull me back to the middle <laughs> <laughs> to my centrist roots. <laughs> Cause it was like apologizing for their ancestors. Their everything was about race and like, you know, just like yeah. you know it, it's so funny because I was saying it's like some people, some gay guys specifically, their whole identity is being gay. Yeah. And uh I feel like also then they find a sub identity and make that all about that. And 
So just like this one guy would make a, you know, and these things are like undeniably true, true. Like their people are racist, but it's like one of them would just kind of one up the other. Like he'd be like, well, I'm Asian. So I've heard this. And then the other guy would be like, well, I'm indigenous. And we had and we, we know about slaves. Like it was like that kind of like one up kind of weird culture. And then like nobody came. <laughs> wow. They just spanked each other for a while. And we were just sitting there like I'm like, OK. And then uh, then the play was over. And was it was $27, and I said, I said to Paul, was like tw- it was like 40 with the cheese strings that I paid for, because, you know, that cheap fuck didn't pay. <laughs> you know? I gave $10, yeah. and he took, like, Paul took, like, 12 items, oh and the guy God. called him out, and Paul was like, yeah, yeah, it's funny, we put we put a 20 in there, but it wasn't a 20, it was only a 10. <laughs> the guy was kind of looking at us like, huge, this is like a charity, like, it felt like charity. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't. I couldn't. Didn't that my friend sent me. My sister sent yeah. me a, a photo of like uh, the babies, like for Santa and Christmas. I'm just like our lives are just so different. Like I just, <laughs> I can't relate. I can't. My sister and I are so different. Like she like is on a farm. She like grows all her her own stuff. I haven't been to the grocery store in four years. <laughs> <laughs> she like I'm all you know. I have good tech and stuff. She lives in a place where the only internet she can get is Elon Musk satellite internet. And oh, for a while, she didn't really have internet. Like, it would just cut in and out because it's made with, like, aluminum, pieces of aluminum and, like, an old car. <laughs> <laughs> and her kids are like, and I'm, it's like, oh, they're so cute with Santa. And I'm like, I just saw a man get spanked for $27. <laughs> <laughs> or she'll be like, yeah, you know, with work, it's so crazy. And I, I was up at five and, like, I just, I really want time to work out. Like, I have no time to work out. And, like, I don't know what to say because, like, I say, oh, that sucks. But then also when someone's talking to you, you try to relate to what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, actually, I can see what you're saying. Even to, like, empathize a little bit. But I can't. You know, I can't. Because she's like, she's like, you know, I just really want to go to the gym, like, one time this month. I just want to be able to go to the gym. And I'm on the phone being like, just go. I got the ass of a 15-year-old Romanian gymnast. I don't know what to say. I actually think my ass is better now than it was at 19. Can you believe it? But you don't want to do that because it's like, that's like bragging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I can't relate. She's like telling me about this encounter she had in the grocery store where she lives out in Welland. We're like, eek. 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 They do not move with the fashion trends. They're stuck like 10 years behind. And she's like, you know, I got in a screaming match and I'm like, I don't go to stores. I don't like I don't really go to. I just like order things online. I don't want to like I know it's bad out there. I've heard I've heard things that it's bad out there. So like we just are so different. Oh, wow. But I love her. Do you love your life better? Oh, I want to like I, I like my niece and nephew. But like when I go, you know, Usually when I visit people's homes, my friends always make fun of me because, like, I'm really a princess. Like, like if I don't have the right, like, bed, blackout curtains, a specific temperature, my eye mask, stuff like that, like, I can't really sleep because I've groomed myself like that. It's really bad. And so I go to friends' houses. I'll sleep for, like, two hours. But, yeah, there are moments when I come home from those kind of chaotic environments with kids screaming and stuff like that. And I like to go home and just smoke a joint and just relax. Masturbate. <laughs> Tara Reed, man. <laughs> I was gonna say this to her on the show, and I, I kind of said it in like a circuitous way. But what, like, what it's like to have men like just going treating you like just a sex object like that, like what that's like. 
And I don't know, like, what I was trying to tell you in the show is that, like, basically, <laughs> like, the guys when I was younger would always be like, yeah, Tara Reid, like, yeah, so hot. And, like, at the same time, I was just like, yeah, she's so hot. But meanwhile, like, hooking up with my classmate, who yeah. was, like, 13. <laughs> and then he would go back with the boys and be like, yeah. And I was like, why don't you want me? Like, I'm blonde, too. Like, <laughs> oh, for you? Like, just kind of, like. You know, I felt I used. Get it. I, I get felt, it. I was like, you just used me for like a a little encounter. Yeah. But you just really want Tara. Oh. But I didn't want to tell her that because there was like a sadness to it. Um, you should have told her that. Holy shit. My friends like wants to beat off to you. Yeah. When I just beat him <laughs> off. I'm sure, I don't have a vagina or tits, but I'm blonde with a gravelly voice too. <laughs> I don't know if she would like that. No, she would have loved it. Like, oh, that's so cute. Maybe like, we'll visit her in LA. She'd probably come back to the show. That's very optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> that's something about Indian people. They're very optimistic. Gotta be. That's why we rise to the top. Why are you guys opt? What are you optimistic about? Well, things have always worked out. Like eventually, like we were ruled by Britishers for two hundred years, and then it worked out. Like now we're right. independent, and like we've been here like seven thousand years. Only up from here, baby. Only up from here. It's funny because I was saying the other day, like if someone is racist to you, like I just was, um, <laughs> but if it's a compliment, it's fine. Like it just speaks to the human narcissism, right? Yeah. If someone's like Asian people; they just work so hard and they're so dedicated. <laughs> and you're an Asian person; you're not like, stop. That's stop. so mean. You're like, yeah, we fucking do. Yeah. People are like, gay guys; they just dress so well; they look great. And I'm not gonna go like, no, I don't. Yeah. It's only the positive. Yeah. You, you soak it up because we're all such narcissists, yeah. and it kind of like blows through the whole thing that it's all just bullshit. You only want the good stereotypes; you don't want the yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you can't have it that way. Do a bad one Something too. Something to think about. Do a bad one too about Indians. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. Uh, I don't like a bad one. Yeah, like cheap. Indians are fucking cheap. I'm proud of that shit, bro. Yeah. What are you saying? That's not even a bad Strategic. one. Strategic. It's That's what yeah. Is. We save money. Like what? Do you, what else do you want? I try to save your money for you too. <laughs> but like people do have a lot of positive things to say about gay guys like a lot of oh gay guys are this gay guys are that like it's always like a lot of positive things and i'm like where i don't i don't, I don't see this <laughs> i don't see this gay guys are so have it so together what i just saw a 47 year old man i mean no one doing says ketamine. that <laughs> gay guys have it all together like, uh, yeah, no, yeah. One, no one fucking says that no okay well let's get a tear read she's more interesting than both of us she's seen more stuff i want to go watch that show she did called Terra dice Oh, yeah. That's the dream, man. You just fly around the world doing yeah. a travel show. Yeah. The all paid. You just travel the world. Oh, Croatia. She went to Croatia on that. Fucking incredible. Someone did their research. Okay, because he thought he was going to get to ask a question. <laughs> I did. No, I, I still wanted to do research. If I, I heard a sound come out of that mouth, I'd kill Mike <laughs> Four in like two <laughs> seconds. Like, I, I always look at it in the corner of my eye. I'm like, don't, don't get yappy with Tara. We only, we only talked to her for 20 minutes. Okay, here's Tara. Enjoy. I'm just trying to make people understand, you know, people rip you apart for so long and, and luckily society's come around, but just like, I'm just trying to make people understand what that is like for a person like yourself. Like what kind of a toll that can take on a person uh, to a degree, because 
you know, I do feel like it's like you 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 posted this thing on Twitter that was really beautiful, and it was like the you know don't let let them take the light behind your eyes, and I want to think of like all kinds of celebrities, and I'm like, how can you not let them? Because like they steal so many things from you. Like, how do you get over that? Is my point. I think that you can't overthink it too much because it will drive you mad. It will make you crazy. It will really break your spirit. And you have to find something else that lifts you up that, you know, if you, if you suck on something too long, you know, it's, it's not going to be good for you. Your energy is not going to be right anymore. You're going to get more insecure. And what you do is you find something else that, you know, distracts you and something else you love. So when those moments were going on, yeah, I'm human. If you cut me, I bleed. And I think people forget that a lot, you know, that you are human and it, and it is bullying and it's mean. And I'm glad that the social media and, you know, the podcast and everything have, have changed that in a lot of ways. They let people speak their truth. What makes you happy now? What, what? I said, what makes you happy um, nowadays? Um, I'm happy with where my career is going right now. I'm happy with my boyfriend. I'm happy with my dogs. Um, I'm happy we were doing the house. I'm happy with the, pro- the producing things. I'm, you know, the projects I'm in. I'm happy with the TV show I just got with East Coast. Um, and I'm happy with, you know, this other TV show we're going to do called The Dog Walker. Are we going to get American Pie 5? Because I, I heard you say that we might get an American so. Pie 5. Really? There's I thought so there was a script. About it. Yeah, there's so many rumors about it, but there's like a lot of uh, stuff behind the scenes that no one's really agreed with. So I'm not sure if it's going to happen. Maybe like, in 50 years, we're all in wheelchairs or something, but you know, yeah. right now that's not the focus. I, I know you're, you're tight for time. I just want to just ask you last question here. Well, it's like kind of two questions. So are you surprised? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like when you get really famous, you're kind of at the top and then, you know, you help other people and you do favors for them. Were you surprised that when you had a slump in your career, how many people that like you had helped did not extend the same favor to you? Yeah, there's a lot of that. It's like when you're super cool and you're super famous, everyone wants to be your best friend. When you're down a little bit, you lose some of those friends that you thought were your best friend. But at the end of the day, it shows you who did care about you, who did love you, who supports you no matter what. So I definitely got that lesson. And um, and now that I'm older, you know, I, I see all the different, you know, alleys that I basically went down. And... Um, I'm glad that I'm here right now talking to you in, in a good place. You know, I could have let that, you know, ruin me in a lot of ways. And I didn't, you know, I, I kept going and making other things. Like, you know, I got into uh, not just producing, I'm on the other side of the table, um, making my own reality of what kind of movies and TV shows I want to do and streaming right now. It's huge. So there's so many outlets you could go in that direction. And also I started up, a bag line um, with Michael Kaluva, and uh, we made it out of apple. So the new bags, even Gucci, doing them out of mushrooms, and so we made a vegan bag. And I, I beat a lot with my hands and wow. make really pretty bracelets. Can you make? All can you make my? Buy. We were going to ask you if you could make. I know you're in production now. Can you make my book into a, a show? I'm, it's actually a real book. It's called Famous Anus. It's a, it's about a. When my, you send it to me, let's see what we can do. <laughs> like I'm dead serious. Absolutely. It's actually extremely extremely funny. So when yeah. I was thinking about that, I'm like, what? Well, we'll get to one? executive producer Terry. Yeah, Why not? Some good material. I mean, we worked so hard on on 
building relationships. And uh, I think that was one of the blessings of COVID is people that you couldn't really get on the phone before when they're in their office, you could get on the phone with anybody right now. And they're more open for ideas, especially because the streaming service is so big now. So they need content. And um, I think it's really working. Well, I get, I get chlamydia. Yeah, in there's it. a great, if you got a great book, we can <laughs> Listen, make it into a show. Why not? Tara, I slept with my boss and then I got chlamydia, like not at the same time, like different chapters. So that's your little <laughs> teaser for what you'll have to say to the studio heads. <laughs> Maybe I won't say it just like that. Yeah, <laughs> give it a different, I, I, well, you give it a different I might make like, it a little softer you, than that. <laughs> you were saying that Sharknado, they, they, told you it was called dark i was laughing so hard at this they told you it was called dark skies and then you're in the middle of the shooting and they're like oh it's called sharknado and you're like i can't do sharknado <laughs> no I was didn't you read the me, script we're never gonna work again didn't you see yeah, that there were sharks but it was called in it? dark skies right but it wasn't it's and still also wacky with the sharks and the tornadoes it was completely wacky but like in a certain way it was so wacky when something so weird and wacky and it's ridiculous you got to take, I mean, American Pie, they, so many people passed on it because it was like, at that time, it was like too raunchy. This one was the opposite, but it became like a family movie. People like Sharknado parties and I got a whole different fan base of little kids, you know, so. And people on as LSD. Much as it was wacky. <laughs> and the whole audience of people on and LSD. And one of the like things that. I loved about it is there was no bullying in that movie. Like none, you know, it was like, it, everyone was nice to each other. So um, I just think yeah. that that was a, a fun movie to do. And it, it definitely went way higher than my expectations. So, you know, it definitely turned out to be a good thing. I heard people and say. I feel like we're on an up and up path right now, you know, and uh, I just want to keep, you know, really good people around me and keep creating. And, and uh, you know, that, this TV show I just did, Ghost, it's great. Then I'm producing um, a couple other shows, The Dog Walker, um, which is based on a book and it's about this girl that comes to Hollywood. It's not me, the character. And she wants to be an actress. And uh, she realizes time's out. She's never going to make it. And before she knows it, she becomes a dog walker to all the celebrities. And uh, it's really funny how, the, how picky they all are about the dolls and they have to have. It's going to be really funny comedy. Can you please send me so, this? I'm actually, I'm actually, can, I, can I write for this? I feel like I would be good for no, this. No, it's really funny. If I sit in the material, you would love it, but I can't. But okay. you'll love the show. It's I understand. Um, okay, well, thank you so much for your time. I know you, you got a million things going on. Is there anything, uh, you know, looking back at your life now, is there anything you regret? I know people always say, celebrities always say, I don't have any regrets. Do you have any regrets just about your career, life in general? Um, I would say that uh, rejection, you know, feeling bad about times when really you have to make your own narrative. And I feel that I'm there now. And so the regret I have is like hurting myself, like, like emotionally from people that didn't care about me. So you know, going now and surrounding myself as I get older to learn, you got to keep positive people around you and it keeps you there. And that's really important to anyone. You know, there's a lot of mental, like, you know, health going on right now, you know, because it's been very hard on a lot of people. And it's just getting that help and being around positive people that can take you out of it. And there, there's always someone there for you yeah. to not give up. That was beautiful. beautiful. More beautiful than anything I've ever said on this show. Yeah. Tara Reed, the poet. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. I, I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll probably be airing this, what, two weeks? Two weeks from now. Yeah. So we'll send you a clip and we'll go from there. Awesome. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking to you guys. Take care. Bye. Take care. <laughs> Bye.
Thank you so much for watching this program on Patreon or YouTube, or we've also put this on Spotify this week. If you like the show, please tell someone about the show. Send them an episode. If not, you can, or you can do this in, in conjunction with this. Go on iTunes and put a five-star review for the show, or if you're listening on Spotify, hit follow. And if you'd like to watch this video every week, there's this podcast every week, sorry, and access bonus content, patreon.com slash unmentionable podcast. I can be followed on Instagram and Twitter at jpowercomedy. And Shivam, what is your at? Shim Vadva, S-H-I-Triple-M-W-A-D-S-W-A. At Instagram. Vadva? Vadva. Oh, you, yeah, that was perfect. Just That's a callback from last week's episode. Most times <laughs> when I have to write your uh, last name on forms and stuff, I have to Google the... Forbes article because I feel like I'm going to mess it up. I still don't have it. It's only been two years. W-A-D-W-H-A? W-A-D-H-W-A. See? See? Uh. I wasn't kidding. Thank you to Tara Reed and thank you for your support. Bye. Bye.